Welcome to Bites of Light with Angel and Seth Rohr. We provide bite-sized nuggets of wisdom to feed your soul, expand your awareness, and free your mind to help you create a more beautiful today and a brighter tomorrow. Join us in our magical kitchen as we serve up another high-vibe snack for your soul. Welcome to Bites of Light Season 2. Oh my goodness, Seth and I have some stuff to share. Yeah, and it's been a minute since I've been on one of the podcast episodes. Uh Uh-huh, he does exist still. (laughs) Yeah, and I probably look different than the last time. I can't even remember where my hair was at. I don't. On my hair journey. Right. Which is now just more of a hair. Now it's just hair. The experiment's over and you've just kind of decided you like it. Yeah, for now. I like to be involved when I was bald too. Yeah, there you go. But, But speaking of that, it's the new year. Right. And that's part of the like, yeah, it's no longer an experiment anymore. It's just the hair I have now. It just is. And and that's just part of this new year. What better time to start reassessing your journey, whether it be your hair journey or your business journey or your personal journey? What better time to start to look at it anew with fresh eyes? What's bringing value still? What's not? You know, all of it. Finances personal relationships love life the works your job you know nothing's off limits right we spent a good portion of this day doing that ourselves you know we looked at our finances and we looked at what's what still brings us value and joy that we're spending money on what can we let go of what do we want to add there is this there is this space where when when you get an idea and you you feel like you've been gifted a mission and then you start on that path you know we've been doing it two and a half years Mm -hmm. and if you don't take those times to stop and reassess along the ways sometimes you get veered off like how many times have you ever you know put something into the gps and just let it take you somewhere without checking in every once in a while i've added hours and hours onto trips by doing that oh yeah Yeah, I found myself off in the boonies on dirt roads with a camper. Right. Just because there was a a setting off, right? Like you accidentally said, don't avoid main roads, you know? So what if this this download came in and one of the filters in your brain was like, ooh, that's uncomfortable, avoid main roads. And so you started going like, avoid that thing, you know, whatever it is. Maybe it's being seen in public. Uh, Maybe it's just being heard. But you're like, ooh, I'm going to avoid that. So this is this is what it feels like to me is my journey. This is my path. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'd say in the last two years, we've the, the end goal hasn't changed. We still want to be here to serve with love and bring value and wisdom to the planet the best we can. But the way that we are going about it has taken shifts and turns. And we thought it was going to be, you know, this idea over here. And then we get another download, a new idea comes in, and more another intuition that says, oh, focus, maybe focus on this over here that just came up, this new opportunity that was just presented to you. And it doesn't mean that the way you were doing it or the agreement you had before was wrong or bad or you messed up. You it, evolve over time. Exactly. And it was taking you down the road to be able to receive the next step. And sometimes it's just next steps further on. And sometimes it's great. You made it to this intersection. Now it's time to take a right. But you got to get there first. So don't let the fear, don't let a fear creep in 
that you might be doing it wrong. Just keep keep doing it, knowing that you have you start from this place of who do I want to be, what do I want to create in general, and then even reassess that. And the planet evolves. We're watching, you know, destruction happen all over. And that happens within our bodies too. We house cycles and there is tear down moments, the tower moments that they call it in the tarot, you know? And so we go through these cycles and you literally have to sift through everything and decide what am I keeping? What am I throwing away? You don't just do that in your physical house, feng shuiing. You also feng shui here and you feng shui here. And that's how you make room for more magic. If you are full to your the tip of your brain, you don't have room for the universe to talk to you. You don't have room for those downloads to come if you are living in survival mode. Yeah, if you're not open, right? It doesn't mean you can't have plans and ideas, but always being open. You don't necessarily have to drain the cup, turn your cup into a bowl or a or a thermos, or a carafe, like make it bigger to be able to receive more. And then just be open. That's that's how you make it bigger. Strengthening is, your spiritual muscles. Right. This is what I think I'm doing. This is what I think I'm supposed to do. But I'm open to whatever else is there to come in. And you can't manifest from an empty cup. Like you, you when you are so depleted that you have no energy left, how can you manifest if you don't have gas? How can you drive your car if you don't have gas? Right? Well, and there's there's the dichotomy between two different analogies. Right. You know, one is if you have all the answers, you can't receive anything. So you need to empty yourself. But that doesn't mean empty yourself of energy. Right. You must build your energy to where your cup floweth over. And the overflow is what you give to everyone else. It's a more powerful give because you don't need it. It's excess in essence. So that there's the, this paradox that it sounds like when you talk about the analogies of you need to self-care, you need to build your energy till it flows over. Empty your knowledge cup. Expand your knowledge cup. Okay, I know some stuff, right? I've lived for 44 and a half years now. You can't live without learning and knowing. But also be skeptical of what you know. And then defrag your computer system, your brain. <laughs> yeah. You don't need to retain knowledge that is no longer useful for you or stories that you're actively using to hurt yourself with. Right. Those things we can let go of. Right. You know, the brain is a supercomputer. Matter of fact, the people that study it really say it's probably the most impressive supercomputer that exists on the planet with what it actually does. I mean, it's doing millions of activities every minute. The brain is determining how all the cells are doing what they do in your body. All those things, like we don't think about all the millions of things that are happening in our body all the time. So it's this amazing supercomputer. And the more we load it with crap that's not useful, the slower things operate, the less room there is for more other programs that would be more useful, just to carry that analogy a little further. And those ruts that your that your brain is always used to going down, those old habits you have and the old limiting belief patterns, we need to build new neuro linguistic pathways 
so that we can increase our energy and can increase the space that we are using inside our brains because we know science has shown us we're not even accessing and using all of the brain that we have in our head. Yeah, so looking at it, you know, start with the basics and what parts of my life am I happy with? What things are going the way I want them to be going? What gets to stay? Yeah, because this isn't to throw it all out. Just because things aren't exactly perfect as you would envision this ideal um, life doesn't mean you throw it all out and, and start over. It, it's science. It's a game. You don't throw it throw it all out. You, you tweak little things and then look for the data, right? From an analytical standpoint, it's science. We, we don't, and to make a, a, an experiment work properly, you have to control certain things and then tweak variables here and there, little ones, and then wait and see what the data shows. If you tweak all the variables, you change everything, then you have no idea what was working and what isn't working. So little changes, sometimes they're big changes, but it's not necessarily everything's gotta go. It's assessing everything. Does this still bring value? Does this belief still serve me? And if the answer is yes, great. And sometimes the answer is, I don't think so, but I don't know if I'm ready to let it go yet. That's okay too. You know, the, the most important thing as you're doing this is no judgment. Don't judge, your, don't judge each other. Because this is something if you have a partner, if you're in a long-term relationship or short-term relationship or any relationship, you're gonna the, the conversation is within you on some level and between you on some level. So be open to that. Is this still serving us? Is it still serving me? No judgment if I if that's the answer is I don't know. It's okay. Put it in the put it in the I don't know category. And if it is in the I don't know category, I always like to add, show me this or better. This can stay for now, but I need this or better. So Tell the universe that's what you need. Show me this or better. I see this. This is okay, but it's not an ecstatic yes. It's not a hell yeah, I'm in. This, you're close. Show me better. And then get more specifically detailed on what it is you want. That is the magic of manifestation. This or better. But, it, but that manifestation comes back to your own personal power, right? And And... I, just you to clarify again, that, right? power is not the, the world's definition of power, not control and power over, but that power within. How are you managing yourself? We've talked about in previous episodes that that bucket and that bucket with the holes in it where we're, where we're letting other people's actions affect our mood, where we're letting something that's going on outside of us change what's going on inside of us. And we're giving our power away. Where we still pine over things that are lost. We're giving power away to those things. So in doing the work to pull that power back, let go of the things that are in the past, let the past be the past, not letting the future take all of your energy. Dream, dream into the future, dream into possibility, but don't put so much importance in it. Don't attach to don't it. Don't attach to it. That's when the stress comes in. That's when the worry comes in. 
And those things are energy depleting because you're giving that power to something that's not building you up. It's pulling you down. So build that power. The more the power, the greater the manifestation ability, right? I've heard people talk about, well, I've put my intent into this and I want to do this thing. And I, and I said positive affirmations and it didn't happen. So manifestation is crap. Well, but I see that same person giving their power away to everything outside of themselves, right? Including the manifestation. The affirmation didn't work, right? The, the blaming starts happening. Well, I did what you said, but this didn't work and that didn't work and that. But if you're always stalking the obstacles and not stalking joy, that's always going to be where you are. When I first started doing this work and I learned how to stock those places in my in my world where there was obstacles and trauma to release and all of that as you're cleaning out because they say you got to clear out your vessel you got to clear out your vessel clear out all of the stuff well i started calling myself a stockaholic because i was always searching for what else bad needed to be cleared out well once you clear out to a certain degree and everybody's measurement is different so you have to figure that out for yourself once you've done enough clearing where you're not triggered all the time, whatever that looks like for you, then you have to stock joy. You have to look for those glimmers. You have to look for the light. You have to look for places that make your heart swell so that you can start filling those areas that you've depleted with more positive energy. And I'd say to, to use that analogy in the light and the dark aspect if there's no light coming in because, you know, into your house, because all the windows are closed, well, you've got to figure out how to open some windows. Right. You've got to figure out how to get some light in. If you can't feel the light, then how do you stock it? And to get there, that's where, when you're at that point, and this is where I would say the tipping point is, is when you can't feel that joy, you don't feel that light then you got to stock in the darkness. You got to figure out what is blocking the light. Start moving those things away. And maybe it's just that you got to open a window. Like, man, I've been keeping that window closed forever. Like, why? And you may have the window closed and the mattress shoved up against it and the dresser up against that. And all of these things, because the trauma layers are so deep, then you got to work through that. So it is a different path for each person. But once you can get that, once you feel that light, now you go, oh, I want more of that and less of the dark. And as you stalk the light, it shines brighter. And it, like the analogy says, you don't shovel darkness out of a room. You turn the light on and it disappears, right? So you only do that shadow work. I wouldn't say only. You focus primarily on the shadow work until you figure out how to turn on the lights. And sometimes you need help with it. Some, sometimes you need to go to a mentor or a teacher and have them shine the light for you so you can go, oh, I get it. Right. Oh, that's what it looks like. That's what it feels like. If you've never tasted sweetness, how do you even know how would that you even sweetness know? is what you have in your mouth? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. And guides and, and teachers are crucial in helping you to feel that right if you if you're just standing in the middle of a dark room where do i even start a guide can at least be a voice in the darkness hey try over here yeah come this way try over here here's something 
I can see in your darkness because I'm not blinded by your darkness. Right. That's why teachers and guides and outside perspectives work. I'm not blinded by the darkness that blinds you. And you're not blinded by the darkness that blinds me. That's why as, even as we go up in these, you know, more light, less darkness, we raise our vibration, we still be open to the teachers around us. And sometimes it's as simple as somebody just saying, hey, I, I noticed that you look grumpy a lot or something like that's a, oh, man, I, how am I not seeing that? How am I not seeing that I'm allowing that vibration to be my norm? Now I can stock that. You know, and that it just it all comes back to new year. What better time to start reevaluating? We have this tendency to get lost in the in the hustle and bustle of life. It's winter. For those of us in the northern hemisphere, weather is oftentimes something that stuffs us inside and we can't do as much as we usually do. So things slow down. And that is the natural flow of the seasons. Winter is slower. Hibernation season. Well, while you're hibernating, why not do cleaning your house? And not just your physical house. Yeah. Your temple. Your temple. <laughs> yeah. The the physical, like, and that's and that's where we're starting is let's look at our agreements. What things that are and are and the things that we're doing, what's working, what's not, what's creating the path, the, the, the vision of our of our most ideal world, that heaven that we can create for ourselves on earth, and what's not. And one of the first ways to start doing that is to get out of the workspace because we're we've been saying the whole time you stock this and you work hard and and be aware of this. But there's an element of play. Mm -hmm. You know, this Christmas and many Christmases now. We bring in cards and games and sewing and crafts and, you know, really get into that inner child play space. And sometimes that's enough to shake you out of your programming to go, hey, there's other things in the world besides my nine to five, my routine of this, my routine of this. When you're too regimented, you get limited in your thinking. Mm -hmm. So what are you doing to shake yourself out of these routines that you've built? There right. are some routines that are good. Right. But if you're looking to evolve your mind and your awareness, you need to challenge that. And I, I would go back to what I said, the place to start. I think the real place to start is, am I even going in the direction I want to be going in still? Yeah. I'm, I'm planning to have my daughter on again. She was on last year. She's recently made some big choices to completely change the direction she's going in. Oh, yeah. New year for her is completely new life direction. Karate chop and start over, hit the reset button. I'm so excited to yeah. bring her on and share her journey. Yeah. And so the first question, before you even reassess whether things are serving you, is am I even going in the direction I want still? Do I still want to work my way up in this business? Do I still want to pursue this course of action? Or is there something else that would bring me more joy? Something else that would be more fulfilling? I mean, life is a game. If it feels like a drudge. Pick a different game. Major reevaluations. <laughs> major reevaluations. There are many, many vibrations and dimensions that you can play in that are going to bring you joy. So if you're not feeling joy in your life, yes, 
let's do the reevaluation. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that you go to that, that the spiritual, like that spiritual bypass, maybe isn't the right word, but this idea that people that are the toxic positivity end of the spectrum, just because you're, you're doing the things and you've reevaluated, like you're done with this and you go, well, but there's still hard stuff. There's always going to be some sort of challenge. That's yeah. why we're here. That's what it's Earth not... is for at school. Right. So there's still learning. And and one of my favorite analogies, because I also raft, is, is rafting, being on the river. And sometimes being in the flow is just low and slow and, and floating along. And on that same river, your same flow of your life, it can turn into rapids that have you almost tipping over and sometimes you do tip over you get in the wrong place in the flow of your own river you're still going in the right direction but you just you get a little too close to the spot you're not supposed to be in and well that's not the end of the journey it's not it's just a bump you get back on top of that overturned raft you turn it right side up you climb your butt back into it and you keep going and you go that was a ride did you see that right did anybody get that and, and that's a choice you're at then <laughs> Was that exciting? Was that exhilarating? I'll give that one a 10. Or is it a, man, I'm such an idiot because I screwed that up and I, uh, I flipped my raft and blah, blah, blah. Which one do you want? It's all a ride. And whether you're in the low and slow and everything's smooth and gravy, or you're in these tumultuous rapids, it can all be as fun as you want it to be. And you're learning in all of it. And it's all flow. But that doesn't mean you don't reevaluate. Is is this is this actually my river? Right. Because you could go play on another river. You can always pack your raft up and go to another river. I've done it lots of times. Yeah. So the reevaluation is important. Starting with, is this is the end goal, I believe, and we're still that's all we're working with, right? Is the is the road leading to the place I believe I want to be going to? And Multiple ask those, not asking those questions here, asking your heart, oh, yeah. asking your bones, do you feel it in your body? Yeah. You know, there's, there's a difference too, between where are these messages coming from? Are they coming from your ego or are they coming from deep within your bones that you know, it's a soul mission? Yeah. And that's a tricky one. That can be a tricky one because it can start in your bones. It can start from heart. It can be straight from source. The universe can say, Here's the thing. And then the ego can slowly creep in and go, yeah, see, the universe gave you this thing because you're the man. You're the man. And and nobody can do what you can do. And you're the best. And now you have the answers. And don't let anybody else tell you anything ever again. How many teachers have you encountered that say, this is the right way? Yeah, that's a red flag. When you're reassessing, reassess the people that you're allowing to lead you are they telling you that there's a right way and a wrong way and that they don't need teachers yeah. nobody can teach them right i don't need teachers i got this download from the universe well newsflash you are getting downloads from the universe every time you have a gut feeling that's right every time a random idea pops into your head while you're doing something mindless you're mowing the lawn and you go oh i have this idea to do something you're getting downloads from the universe, whether you acknowledge it that way or are aware of it on that level or not. Right. So this idea that somebody says, well, I got this 
great download. Cool. Join the club. It's we called, all have. It's called being a spiritual being yeah. on this planet. Having a human experience. <laughs> so some people feel more grandiose than others. Absolutely. Right? The idea that an idea that pops into my head of, oh, this is what I need to do to fix my car that I couldn't think of. That's a download. I may not carry the same magnitude of, oh my God, if I... I need to serve humanity in this way because right. I've figured out how to fix my car. <laughs> right. You know, that may not be a a, a humanity shifting concept, but it's still a download to make your life easier, right? So the universe is here to serve us. It's there to teach and guide and help us find joy. Yeah. And and don't ride your ego with it. That that right. And I guess that's what we're trying to say. Yeah. Everybody gets downloads. It's part of being human and check your ego. Yeah. And we're all special. We're all perfect. And the body, the mind that we're in all have flaws, all of ours. So we're, we're all this perfect being navigating physical body that has physical aspects that we didn't necessarily choose, or maybe we did unconsciously choose them before we became aware that we could choose different. So we've developed neural pathways because of the way we were raised. Now we got to consciously develop new ones. Yeah. And we have to unlearn a lot of our programming from when we were little. And that's all back to this. Okay, new year, new year, new level. And it's not, how can I be better than the other person? It's how can I be better? And I even hate to use the word better, but how can I elevate myself? Yes. What's the next level for me? Not because of I want to be better or compared to my neighbor, but I want to live the best life I can live for my own enjoyment. Like it is, it is about you. It is about me. <laughs> if you're not living for you, who is? And what are you doing? Kind of liken it to the to the video games that you're you're playing by yourself and all the other parts of the video game are NPC players. You got your your potions, your armor, your the clothes that you're wearing. You're upgrading all the time to get farther into the game. Well, what if this was that avatar? What are you doing to evolve yourself in your game of life? And I'm going to take it one step further and say this absolutely is, is that avatar. You know, even when you go to science, science is like, oh, we understand kind of how the body works. We don't understand why. Yeah. They have no idea where the energy that that makes Jesus. your heartbeat, makes your muscles move, makes everything function comes from. They just understand that it does. Right. They understand that energy in your body, electrical currents make all these things happen. But they can't make the connection because there's not a tangible way to measure that that is you. That is what you are. You are the energy that animates the body that you're in. So if you are the energy that animates the body. How are you going to animate it? Right. Then and that makes the body an avatar. Right. It's a robot. Yeah. It's a very advanced robot, which I find amusing because science is constantly trying to create AI, you know, independent thinking robots. What do you think we are? We are independent thinking robots. <laughs> but that we also can develop a connection back to the one mind that we are all connected to, that this body limits us from getting back into. But we can power through those limitations with awareness and practice, spiritual muscle, reevaluating all those, like reevaluating where we're at and where we're going. And this is a level of mastery of awareness. Are you checking in with yourself? 
And with what the world is going through right now, you know, people have kind of coined, oh, it's New Year's Day. Now we're going to do the new new thing. But we're evolving so fast now. If you're only doing it once a year, you're you're behind schedule. Right. Yeah. We don't mean to say that this is the only time of year to do it. It is no. winter in the first year, first yeah. of the year. This is just a great time to remind yourself if you haven't remembered, yeah. at least, at least do it once a year. Yeah. But I mean, it could be done every day. You well, could do it every morning. I was going to say, when 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 we're creating really big things and I am really expanded and in my channel, I have to ask myself every morning, okay, where are we at? Because when you dream big, you have to have that anchor point. And so you have to check in with yourself all the time, constantly. Mm -hmm. How many times, even a day, do you check in with yourself? These are important things that you need to think about. Yeah, always reassessing. Mm -hmm. We would love to hear what inspired you to shift. What are you, what are you going to work on right now? What can you commit to right now to taking a look at yeah. and reevaluating? What, what agreements are you going to let go of? What beliefs are serving you what beliefs aren't serving you and if yeah if if nothing else like put one in the comments one thing that you realize you're going to shift to raise your level of enjoyment of life yeah you know that's what i love i love to hear what people are doing to make life more joyful yeah share because you may inspire somebody else yeah absolutely mm -hmm. thank you so much for joining us today yes. and we will see you next time all my love Thank you for sharing your time and energy with us. The best way to help us spread this message is to rate, review, and subscribe. If this episode impacted you in any way, share it with others, post about it on social media, or put something in the comments. Also, check out our website for upcoming events and books at www.roarrevolution.com. All our gratitude and love. All our love. See you soon.